What's good, everybody? It's your boy DEAAS, known as Dex. I want to welcome you to this room. Red pill discussion. It's Jada going too far. This is for my podcast called What's Good, Fam? I appreciate the support from everyone who's tuned in and listened to my words and for everyone who's joined the chat. And we've all had some pretty decent and eye-opening discussions. I appreciate all of y'all. So the reason I called this room is Jada going too far is because I know for the last week, everybody has been talking about this uh, this clip that has showed up on one of her um, red talk, red table talk discussions and her saying it was hard to maintain a sex life with Will Smith. So, of course, you know, everybody like, you know, we all know how social media is. You take something, you just blow it up way out of proportion and everybody just went so far to the left about it and actually sat down and watched the video. Okay. I didn't sit there and just watch that one little clip. I actually wanted to watch the video and see if she goes into detail about how hard it is to please Will Smith. Now, I'm going to keep it real with you. The way people are blowing it up on social media, it's not necessarily as big as they're trying to make it. I'm just keeping 100, all right? I dissected it from two different angles, okay? So from one angle, yes. When you're with someone for that long, they've been married for 26 years. For 26 years, you don't want to just keep having the same type of sex life. You know what I'm saying? It gets boring after a while. You're going to want to try new things. You want to go on, you know, adventure out and test waters and things of that nature. So I get what she was saying about that part. Now, she had... Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow on there. She had a mother on there, and she had a, a sex coach come on there because her and Gwyneth they got their own little um, sex business called Goop, I believe. And um, you know they were just talking about you know being a woman in today's world and about having about women having healthy sex lives and things like that. So I understood the concept of the show, but don't get me wrong, a question did come to my mind. So. For 26 years, was it hard for her to keep a healthy healthy lifestyle with her husband? Or for 26 years, was she just bored with Will? Because she did say something that, that caught my attention. Like, of course, a lot of women feel this way, or some, I should say. I'm not going to judge. But some say that they wish that us as men could read their minds you know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes to sex, like read their bodies, get in t- more in tune with their bodies. And it just, it, it dawned on me. Cause it was like, well, wait, <clears throat> did you have these same type of issues with Tupac? Did you have these same type of issues with August Alcina? Because, you know, for her to mess with those type of dudes, first of all, Let's just be honest here, okay? Tupac is not going to be happy with the fact that they're in an open relationship, okay? And I also feel like, oh, we got a a reply here. Okay, Zoe, I feel you. She says, I still think women are leaving men too responsible for our satisfaction. And you made a great point right there, Zoe, because that's when 
I asked a question. Because once I heard her say that about, you know, us reading their minds and things like that, or just because we we love y'all, you know what I'm saying? We should already know what you are into and what you're not into. And, you know, for her not knowing what her and Will would be into for 26 years, you know what I'm saying? Like, who wouldn't have the sex talk? Like, let's let's be honest. Like, I don't want to sit here and think I know what I'm going to want to do with the next woman. Like, we have to sit down and have discussions about these things. You know what I'm saying? We got to, you know what I'm saying, see what we like, what we don't like, boundaries, how far we're willing to go, willing to try things, you know, things of that nature. So it dawned on me. It was like, well, wait, you know what I'm saying? I feel like Jada really is causing her own problems when it comes down to this whole Will and Jada Smith, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith fiasco. Because it just seems like if she would have just opened her mouth years ago and actually, you know, want to learn more about what Will was into and what Will didn't like and wanted her to, you know, wanted Will to understand what she liked and didn't like and things of that nature. It's like, well, why didn't she just talk about it in the beginning? You know, that's just, that was just my biggest question. Like for 26 years, you had so much time to talk about things, but instead you want to get into a whole entanglement with August Alcina, who then turns around and puts all y'all business on blast. So it's like, instead of messing with him, why not sit down and have an actual discussion with your husband and be like, listen, you know, our sex life, it's been fun, but I want to, you know, try more things, do more things. I want to learn more about what you like and don't like and things of that nature. Why didn't she just do that from the very beginning? But I just never understood. Why didn't Jada just open her mouth and just ask her husband about what he enjoys in the bedroom? You know what I'm saying? And I think... If she would have did that shit so long ago, because I feel sorry for Will. Will, you know what I'm saying? My man Will think he out here laying it down, you know, doing what he got to do in the, in the sack. But the whole time she just sitting there unsatisfied. And it's like we live in a society where we're always telling each other, let's keep open lines of communication. Be honest with one another. Things of that nature. She preaches this on her show, but she couldn't do that for her husband for 26 damn years. Like, come on, man. There's some hypocrisy going on around here. And I hate the fact that there are so many women who actually want to huddle around her and, you know, give her praise for what she's doing. But it's like, are, are y'all not seeing how she's basically admitting that she has been fucking up for almost 26 years and now wants to come out and admit it? Like, I, if, if I was in Will Smith's shoes, I'm going to be honest with you, I would be so upset right now because it's like, yo, for everything I've done for you, like, I'm not, to, I'm not even just talking about the monetary shit. Like, everything I've done for you, even agreed to be in an open relationship with you, I don't know how true it is, but I'm just saying that's what is, has been said. There's no way in hell I would be in no open relationship. Let's just keep that 100. I wouldn't be comfortable with that shit at all. And I don't see why my man's even decided to deal with that. Because we all know if she's with anybody else, Tupac or August Alcina, that shit would not be happening. But I just wanted to ask that question because it's like, yo, you had so much time to open your mouth and speak about how you felt. And then you want to you want to get into an entanglement. <laughs> an entanglement, you know what I'm saying? And just to have other people like just come and just call to her and be like, yeah, she she 
was a woman who wasn't getting what she needed at home. That's why it's called open lines of communication. Talk to me. What's wrong? What's good? What we need to work on? What we need to fix? I'm not going to know everything. So I don't I don't see how what she has going on with this whole red talk, red table talk shit is beneficial. Because I just feel like, in a sense, she's slick snitching on herself, but doing it in a way to where people, majority women, and simps can understand what she's doing. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I feel about it. But it was just a question that posed in my head. And so if anybody can give me a very good question as to why Jada waited so long just to now talk about what's been going on between her and Will and doing these discussions. And then she's always including life events in her own, you know, in her, in their talks and shit like that. It's just like, come on now. I just never understood it because it's like, you had the time to fix it. You, you had the time. You had all the opportunities. Any man that loves you is going to want to fix his marriage because he doesn't, you know, want things to just end if he doesn't know what's going on. Vice versa for women. So, just wild. What's going on, Black? Black, what to do? Hey, what's going on? Hey, man, you know, hosting another room. We got Zoe in the room as well. So, you know, I just wanted to get that little rant off my chest for for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, you know, I was just talking talking about the Jada thing and you know, I watched the video, thirty three minutes of it, all thirty three minutes. I watched the video. I don't and I, know. I, I ain't uh-huh. even all the way into like what's going I just been hearing little stickers about Jada but I ain't she I ain't really up on what she been doing, what she did now. She, uh it is something social media blew up. It wasn't even that serious, but she um she had hosted one of her little shows, you know, the Red Table Talk, and uh she had that actor on there, Gwyneth Paltrow, and uh she had a sex coach on there, and like in one of the scenes, she said it was hard for her to maintain a um a sex or I guess a healthy le- uh a healthy sexual lifestyle with Will, and people kind of blew it way out of proportion, you know what I'm saying? Basically saying that she didn't know how to satisfy Will for 26 years. I understood what she was saying. You know what I'm saying? She was just saying sex does get boring. You know, you're going to want to try new things and th- and things of that nature. But with her saying that, a question posed in my mind, well, wait. If she already knew that the lifestyle her and Will had was boring, you know, instead of her having an open relationship, instead of them having an open relationship or instead of her having entanglements with August Alcina, why didn't they just sit down and have a sex talk? Because she said she wished they would have had it because they've been married for so damn long. It's like, well, why didn't you just open your mouth? What you got to say, Zoe? Okay, my brother, I just have to ask you, don't you think that, like, it has something or there needs to be some credit for the fact that they've been married for the amount of time that they've been married and stay married, like just minus the whole sex factor, because there are a lot of couples out there where, you know, sex is like a main thing for them. And then there are others where it's like, eh, it's great. But if we don't have it, it's fine. Also, you feel me? I mean, 
there are also couples out there where they feel like, you know, we need to be with other people. There are people out there where they are certain of the fact that they need to be monogamous, but they're also okay with their partner being polyamorous. I am personally one of those people where I know that I was born to be monogamous to one person, but I am okay with having a polyamorous partner. Like, what if we don't know, like, if they've had this conversation within themselves and everything that we are like seeing and speculating is just from what the tabloids have told us. And we will never know like what the actual conversation is unless she goes on table talk and say, Hey, this is what happened. But she's never said that. We don't know if they've had a conversation to say, okay, Will is okay with being monogamous and she's not like, I feel it's like a kind of like, it's an unfair judgment because like a lot of relationships, no two relationships are the same and there's no standard for what works in your relationship and mine and vice versa. Like that works for them. And I think that should just be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I do. I just, that was just the question that posed in my mind. It's like, you know, she admitted they really didn't sit down and have this talk, but you know, that's why I was like, well, why not? You know, I think a lot of the issues y'all are having right now would have probably been solved a lot sooner if y'all had this discussion. You know what I'm saying? That's how I just felt about it. But you know that does make sense as well, Zoe, because I, I do see a lot of um a lot of posts on social media about polygamy and um I actually had know someone who's actually in a polygamous relationship. I don't I I'm more for monogamy, but I don't think I'd be able to sit here and <laughs> hold down two women at the same time. <laughs> That's a that's a lot of emotions running right there, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, um, how how you feel, Black? Uh, shit. I just feel like at whatever point, I don't know, because <laughs> like you said, every no relationships, no two relationships are the same. So that even goes with the way that people communicate. So, you know, every you know everybody is not on the same level when it comes to verbalizing stuff. So. Until they become distant and, and physically out of somebody's face. You know, that's like normally the way couples fight, like, because they don't communicate on the same wavelength of love language. Because, like, one person in a relationship's love language might be, like, words of affirmation and just expressing to this person how they make you feel and how grateful you are while the other person's like love language is like just showering them with gifts, but never actually verbally showing appreciation. And this other person will be here like, yo, why does this person never show me love? But it's just that they've never showed you love in a language that you're familiar with. Okay. So it's basically adapting in a sense. So like like you said, you know, you, we should be able to learn one another's love language. So do you do you think Will Smith and Jada Pink Smith ever learned each other's love language? No, cuz she's a bully. Wow, oh, wow. Okay, I want to hear this um explain, Zoe. Uh, I think she's very pushy about her intentions when it comes to love and romances. I mean, just look at her track record. I mean, I'm not trying to, like, speak ill of the girl or nothing, but, like, it speaks for itself. Um, I I know she dated um, Tupac, and I do know about the whole, of course, everybody knows about the whole 
August Alcina, but who who are others that she's dated? Because those are the only ones I know of. It's not that uh, like a uh, more so of like who she's dated, but more so that the type of men she's dated. Like you know, like she's like the dominant one that her feelings always comes first in the relationship. Like a very narcissistic, egotistic type of way. Like I think that ne- Will's needs are not being satisfied, and like women are over glorifying her toxicity. But you know, that's just one person's opinion. No, nah, you you um. You're not the only one who's said this, though. And that's why I said, like, if people could really read in between the lines of what she's saying, it's like, yo, she's actually telling y'all all her business without really saying it. You know what I'm saying? Especially after I just watched that one episode. I was like, yo, she's really sitting here just snitching on herself. And these women are glorifying this? Like, this is okay? And I was like, now, see, you can't have brothers doing this because... <laughs> <laughs> it would be a whole parade march against us, like right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look at Derrick Jackson. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> but um, yeah, Zoe, you um, you are definitely not the only one who said this. Okay, don't get it twisted with Derrick. That's a whole different situation now. Come on now, don't don't. <laughs> hey, like I told me and Black talked about this because we yeah, both, yeah, 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 Derrick Jackson. He was a fraud. We knew the whole time he was a straight fraud, and nobody wanted to listen. And he kept saying we were some haters, and then boom. <laughs> and now same thing with uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Boom. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. yeah. That, I mean, all you got. I mean, if women to just take their feelings out of it and. Just look at the situation and, and ask it: Would it be acceptable the other way around? That's true. Like, and a lot of women would not accept that right now in in this world, in in this reality, or whatever situation they in, whatever man they dealing with. The average woman is not going to accept that, but they sitting there cheering it. It's just like reverse psychology. It's like you know, you got rappers on TV. They tell you, you know, they rapping about killing and shooting. They sitting up making damn music and right. taking vacations. They ain't out there doing none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Basically, basically living a lifestyle that they ain't even living. Exactly. But, <clears throat> but it's they said that's that's been a real growing trend amongst women. No disrespect, Zoe. That a lot of women do not like to ex- you know hold themselves accountable for their own actions. It's, it's typically always the man's fault. You know what I'm saying? How, how you feel about nah, that? I don't take offense to that. Um, <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> go ahead speaking it's been now. That way for a long time, Kevin Sanders kicked the door down. He kicked the door. Kevin Sanders kicked the door down for me to speak up. Uh, Kevin, <laughs> how so, Zoe? Just as how I say that I don't speak for all women and all women don't speak for me because a lot of females are dumb and I don't want them speaking for me. It's just as how Kevin Samuels is a fraud and most upstanding men don't want a fraud speaking. Uh, <laughs> That's interesting. Why so, Black? <laughs> because he just... I mean, women are calling in to him, for one. Okay, that's true. And well, I just said so much. Yeah, but, 
for starters, I'm just saying for starters, women are calling him. Right, you're right. You you're absolutely right. He's not getting out here uh soliciting. He's not soliciting to need, uh these women. Wait, are they are they saying that's what he's doing? Well, let's not get it twisted now. There are women out there that are women. There are women that are dogs that don't understand and or respect the nature and the sacredness of marriage. So that's like I don't know. I feel like it's different. I'm not trying to like condone like, you know, sleeping around with somebody's man, but when it's like somebody's husband now and you're like you know that this person is married and you're like willingly reaching out ah, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um when you willingly like condone this type of things, like I feel like it just brings like a different type of like karmic energy like and it speaks about your character too as a woman. So like I understand what Black is saying that like oh he didn't cheat by himself and all oh, these ladies knew he was married oh blah 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 but like I mean if you're that desperate to sleep with a married man when there are so many other single good looking black men out there I mean it definitely says and speaks volume of your character uh yeah that that does happen a lot you know we've seen it hell probably you might have let me say something to that. Uh, oh, before you say something, Black Nasir, if you want to uh, jump in at any time, brother, you know, just let mm-hmm. us know, man. Go ahead, Black. So, like I was saying, um, um, I was actually having a conversation about like how some women is it's a turn on for them to match with other uh, females, uh, man. Like, like when you get in a relationship, like. For some women, it's a thrill to mess with dudes that's in a relationship. So you got to consider that too, Zoe. Well, that's what she was saying. You know, what I'm saying some women really don't have um, the character. You know, what I'm saying to actually mess with somebody else that's with with another person. You know, what I'm saying she said there are a lot of women who do that. You know, what I'm saying. And I think when it comes down to Kevin Samuels, he's showing the ugly behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this is what's really out here. So you brothers need to watch out and be careful. And the same could be applied to Jada Pinkett Smith with her basically showing her feminine toxicity all over the Internet. And women are actually agreeing with this bullshit. So, uh, Nasir, you was about to say something? What happened to shutting the fuck up? I guess. Like, uh, like it, it don't. Why do we have to talk about everything, bro? Like, I'm not talking about, you know what I'm saying, this four people talking about what the fuck is taking place, but I'm talking about as it pertains to people who feel the need to, like, just spill the beans on their private shit. Like, And this goes back to a few episodes ago when I was saying that when did bedroom conversation become public conversation? I was, we were talking about the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. and I was saying like, I was, I was trying to justify their existence of the whole movement, movement this year to say like, when did like bedroom behavior become like mm-hmm. a whole fucking movement that I need to do sensitivity fucking training at work? I'm not fucking none of these people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All that shit probably right around the time they let Telly tell let Teletubbies go on TV for the kids. Huh? What what Teletubbies got? 
Brock. Like, what does telling toughies have to do with it? I want to hear this. No, I need to hear that. <laughs> Listen, that shit was so fucking toxic with so many subliminal signs. I said, oh, this this where they're going with it, huh? I I personally never watched Teletubbies. I'm just... That's what you said. Yeah, how old was you when Teletubbies came out? Like, why was you how? Yeah, how old were you when Teletubbies came out? I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't watching Teletubbies. I had a son, and I was just him. Like, I was hearing like motherfuckers talk about like, yeah, don't let your kids watch such and such and such and such. They be doing this and doing that and. And then I just so happened oh, right. like, damn, let me see what the fuck they be talking about. But you see all the signs, like it's in the cartoons and all type of shit. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, damn, they putting this type of shit on TV. Like they know people, kids watching this type of shit. This is what they stimulate their mind with, huh? Okay. Let me slide out open in public, though. So. I was about to say. I like faintly remember telling really like, my childhood and shit. I mean, I feel like this all kind of goes back to that, like, I want to say, like, two episodes ago. Yeah. When we were talking about, like, how they, like, just mentally, like, gear you from, like, as a child to just be a bot for the system. A bot. (laughs) It's like, you know, they send you, like, these subliminal messages, like, and flashes is in at younger ages. So, like, as soon as as you go older, you know, it becomes normalcy to you. Like, I feel like, honestly, that's my personal opinion as to why they're teaching five and six year olds the difference between a transgender, a cisgender, or a heterogender because I don't see the reason. I feel like they're just doing some type of like mental programming because I mean, five and six year olds are not having sex. So, why does it fucking matter to them? That's real. What was you finna say, uh, Nasir? Um, I had none, but I think when it comes to, uh, like just this, like, inclusive area that we're in right now, where we feel like we need to include every fucking, just everybody and everything, it's just like, this shit is not necessary, bro. Like Shorty said, like Zoe said, five year olds ain't having sex, bro. Like, that ain't even a, a topic. When you're that young, you feel me? So it's like, exactly. We can get to that. You feel me? Like there will come a time, like as those issues arise, like that's when you address them. Like you don't have to like mentally prepare a five year old for potentially being a transgender or a homosexual, or whatever the case may be. Like you know, what I'm saying that's if that's really what's going on with them, then we'll we'll figure it out. So. Yeah, it's just wild out here. And, but ultimately, though, like, kind of bringing it back to, I guess, what y'all was talking about. Just talking, we don't have to always talk about shit, bro. Like, stop talking about everything. Yeah. Like, keep your business. It's, it, it's, like, I understand, you know, having a platform and attempting to help people, right? But there has to come a point. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not going to say, like, not talk about shit because, like, talking about shit is definitely important, but, like, not talking about shit that we don't need to know about. Like, why do we need to know the details of, like, their sexual relationship? Like, why do we need to know the fuck that, you know, she's had Will try shit and Will's had her try shit? Like, we don't need to know that shit. But that's what I was going to get into. Like I said, I... I understand having a platform and attempting to help people through that platform. You feel me? That's 
That's all great. You know what I'm saying? That's been really super impactful to a whole bunch of different uh, genres of and areas where people need help at. But it's limits to everything. You feel me? You got to have balance with everything. You can't just divulge gotta have all of that shit. Gotta have your boundary set, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want So, that's really my whole thing on it, because, you know, whether or not Will stay with Jada or Jada stay with Will, or whether or not they have been, I don't care. Like, they're two grown ass people, you feel what I'm saying? Whatever they got going on, that's their business. But they acting like it's not their business, like it's y'all business. Just keep it that way. Like, <laughs> not doing too much. Yes, and that's the thing. It'd be one thing of like this is like some like mid level, uh, I guess celebrities or whatever you want to call them. Like we talking about two whole yeah, ass superstars. Bro. Like, what, the, what are y'all doing? Price of bread. It's not. Yeah, like this doesn't change nothing for y'all. Like what is happening? Yeah, that's true. Well, you know what that is though. I feel like that's just like uh, humans trying to like absolve themselves of their personal shit that they have going on like a nigga would rather to fucking pick up his phone and look at instagram than do the fucking dishes in the sink <laughs> shit like that. Nah, dishes do be annoying though that's real that's real Mm-mm-mm. yeah man it's just it was just a question that was just posed man so i always ask the same question like why why do we have to know everything and then at the same time, it's like, why didn't y'all talk about this in private? But we also know that, like, I'm the biggest advocate yeah. for saying that this generation is very bitch-made, you know? <laughs> I feel like that's also, like, one of the reasons. Okay. Mm. Okay, this is going to sound really fucked up, really fucked up, and it's going to really question my stance as a female and having a pussy and all that jazz. But hear me out. It puts to question things like the whole fucking Me Too movement. I understand. Oh, the trauma. Oh, I can't do it. Oh, the this. Nigga, 30 fucking years? That's real. 30 motherfucking years? Nah, fam. Nah. Nah, and, and and I understand how it makes me look as a female. I get it, I get it. But come on, put 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 logic into a situation for once. Okay, that's true. You're not gonna tell anyone that's gonna be like, yo, you know, Zoe told me that so and so and so molested her. Really, that's true. I think I should tell somebody, and it's gonna tell. We know how Chinese telephone works, Monica. Come on, come on, don't be stupid. Chinese telephone, okay. You never played Chinese telephone? Oh well, I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm you have to break that one. Uh, is that is that like an equivalent to like whisper down the lane or whatever the case may be? Oh, oh, I'm from the Caribbean, so Chinese telephone is like where you know you line up twelve persons in a line, and you got one person that tells one person a sentence at the beginning of the line, and that one person is supposed to relay the message to the next person, and the next to the next, and versa, vice versa. And then the first person, when it gets to the end, the last person is supposed to tell the first person what was said. And 90% of the time, it's very different. It's never the same. Yeah, that's the same shit as Whisper Down the Line. That's, <laughs> that's funny. That's called Chinese yeah, telephone. That's, that's <laughs> cool. right why, 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 <laughs> do you know why they call it Chinese telephone? Or like... Nah, I just grew up hearing that shit. Call it we grew up in the Caribbean, calling that shit Chinese telephone, and it made sense because it's like 
you could come over here and speak this language, and at the end of the phone call, the person at the end gonna be like, yo, your mama suck dick. Wait, what? <laughs> now, that should do you a while, though. Like, I definitely had situations where that should have been something completely different, bro. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Sure. So it's a secret. Then it just becomes worldwide gossip. <laughs> exactly. So that's why, like, I find it hard to believe. Like, I'm not trying to like discredit any rape allegations because there are like malicious men out there. Like, I've had men tell me that they do things to me because of what I was wearing, and I wasn't even wearing anything, you know, like overly sexual, like. And I understand that, but at the same time, you don't play on a men man's sexuality just because he's a man. And that shit is fucked up. Right. You're right. You're right. Mm. Um as as far as the generation goes, you, you think there'll be some changes, Zoe? <laughs> or not serious? <laughs> uh, I think so like y'all, y'all know the concept of like the truth hurts and shit, right? So, and and currently, if we're talking about you know generations and shit, we are in the information age, right? So, when you get a, a overload of information, you gotta find a way to filter said information, right? And and receiving isn't going to be the easiest thing for everybody that's involved. And I think that the the oversensitivity of a lot of people is a byproduct of just the sheer amount of information that we receive on a day-to-day basis. Um, you know, you start exposing yourself to different things and you start to realize, like, okay, maybe this is wrong, maybe this is right, whatever the case may be. Your morals start to change. Like, you know, you just you just experiencing life in, like, not even real time. It's like in hyperspeed. You know what I mean? So... I kind of understand uh, uh, the mentality that we need people to be on the Titan that they are. And I think just, you know, naturally with evolution, as long as this shit don't keep moving at the pace that it does, um, people will get used to it. And I think there'll be a lot less of, you know, cancel culture type energy happening because, you know, I think people will just have a little bit better of an understanding of how this life shit work. Nasir, I have a question. What's up? Okay, so let me just play devil's advocate for a minute and that let's just say, do you not... <laughs> Dex will tell you, that's my thing here. I always like to post the negative. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> do you not think that like this oversensitivity is an, a result of Darwinism? And when I say Darwinism, I mean to the sense of like Let's take it back a few generations. Let's think about our parents as parents and their style of parenting. And then let's fast forward to our parents and their Mm -hmm. style of parenting. It is no secret that like it's just becoming common conversation in a lot of black households for therapy. Like mental health is still a forbidden conversation in a lot of houses, not just black communities, but homes in general. You feel me? And what if that's this sensitivity is just a Darwinism as a result of the lack of, you know, emotive stance in previous generations? So essentially, like, uh, uh, like maintain a homostasis type shit. Like, it's, exactly. it's to a balance. You feel me? You got two extremes. 
um, I think that makes a lot of fucking sense, honestly. Like, I, I'm a believer in just balance in general. So I could see where that plays a role as well. I think um, a lot of times in society and just in life in general, people have a one-track mind and feel like there's only one solution or one cause to um, to whatever the effect is and whatever the issue is that they're uh, viewing or interpreting. So, yeah, it's, it's a whole bunch of different ways to skin a cat, you feel me? And I think that for sure, what you just brought up for sure is definitely a possible cause, so. Yikes. That's, that's going to be some scary stuff right there. Jesus. Um, so let me ask y'all this. Y'all seen that whole new Facebook thing coming out? What is it? The metaverse? That's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all niggas saw, um, y'all niggas saw Wally, right? Wale? No, not Wale. You know, that nigga's fire. Shout out to him. But, Wally, the animated movie about the little robot nigga who clean up trash and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Nigga, every day, we get closer and closer to that shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's just, like, wild to see that, like, just the book, like, bro, like, niggas is really trying to live, like, a whole different life, bro. Right, but they're trying to just... Once this episode is over, I think everyone here should go watch Love, Sex, Robots, Season 2, Episode 1, and then revisit this conversation. I did watch that. I did watch that. Um, Yeah, it just feels like they're trying to keep us, you know, so distant from everybody, you know, just confined in our houses and stuff like that. It's just like, well, damn, you got to get out there and experience life. You don't want you to be stuck inside. Cause you know, I mean, remember, it's divine and conquer, right? So if, if you're isolated, there's when when the time comes for some shit that you don't agree with, and and trying to fight it, like you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you're fucked. Is you against the world? Right, because you don't know nothing else but what's going on inside your crib. <laughs> Exactly. Man. Exactly. Yeah. So we going down a dope path. Um, but I feel like as long as existence is what it is, like light will always prevail for me. So. Oh yeah, because um, eventually people are going to start, I guess, waking up and realizing there's a whole much better world outside your phone and technology. You know what I'm saying? I still know people who like to camp and go to the mountain, work out, things of that nature. And that's what I try to do. Try to stay as active as I can. Of course, you know, trying to run a podcast and a business. You know, I got to do things on the inside, too, you know, so. (laughs) I am personally, like, one of the biggest advocates for outside. Like, I canceled my last gym membership in (laughs) 2013. Like, Uh it doesn't matter the weather. I run Mm. 40 minutes of cardio. It doesn't matter how cold or Wow. I ain't gonna lie, I feel you on that, but at the same time, I hope so. Like, hoping in the rain was like cool when I was a young nigga and thought I was going to the league, but like now, like, I ain't into that. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I'm not gonna feel you on that, but I think I told you guys the other reason as to why I don't do gyms. So it was kind of like a mentality block, like, I'm not fucking with gyms, like, 
if it's raining, you out here. If you sunny, you out here. If it's snowing, you out here. Like this is your corner, and you gonna. <laughs> Hey, I feel that. Dude. I feel that. I do. I mean, I like going to the gym too. You know what I'm saying? It has everything you need right there. So, you know what I'm saying? But I still do go outside. I like to hit the mountains and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm gonna say, yeah, you got you know balance once again. You got mix it right. up. Find a play outside in the rain. You know, like back in the day. Not nah, I'm good. <laughs> Niggas getting struck by lightning for real. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, uh, so you know what I'm saying? that was uh, that was dope, man. So everybody, I gotta gotta jump ship. I gotta go take care of some business, but I appreciate everybody jumping in this room. I'm probably back on in a couple more hours. That's cool with y'all. Hey, it was right, nice meeting you, man. Black, you stay safe. Zoe, you too. Bye. All right, bro. Peace.